This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, December 9th. Mark, what would you like to say to me today? Happy birthday. I wish Theo was here because he loves to sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jill. Happy birthday to you. Can you send me um, a Theo singing me happy birthday? He loves it. And then I say, what do you do after that? What do you do after you sing, Theo? He goes. Oh, blowing out the candles. I love that. Um, Mark, guess what my very favorite birthday cake is? Fudgy the Whale. Very close. Yes, of course, it's a Carvel cake, but not Fudgy the Whale, but any Carvel cake. Carvel birthday cake. Uh, You can keep your fancy cakes, everybody. Carvel, thank you. Thank you very much. Send me your Carvel cakes. Mark, I'm old and I'm very happy to be here. And uh, I never, ever, ever uh, stress about birthdays. Me either. Me either. Never, 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 never. I am mostly just delighted that I've made it. You know, there is this weird thing, you know, because my mother-in-law is so old. She's 98. Um, And my father died pretty young, 76. So, you know, it's like I have this frame of reference, like a good portion of my life could be over and yet I could have a long (laughs) life ahead. So I'm in great place. I am so happy to be here on my birthday. Mark and I have talked about this. We are not the types of people who take our birthday off. (laughs) No. To celebrate my birthday, this is what we're going to do. We are going to answer your financial questions. And so if you have any sort of financial money, tax planning, year-end education, any kind of question that's been percolating in your brain, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. You know what I'm very excited for later today, Mark, is the unveiling of the new Jill on Money website to me. I get a preview. Do you think I'm going to like it or not? Are you worried? Oh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No, no, no. No worries at all. It's actually good timing. That's your birthday gift. It's my birthday gift to myself. I paid a lot of money to get this birthday right. gift. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> birthday gift to yourself. Exactly. So today we are talking to Will from Kentucky. Will, uh, I can tell you if you need to send me that bourbon because you're a Kentucky guy, uh, Mark will give you the address when we're done. You know, for my birthday and all. I am thrilled to join you on your birthday. What a special day to be on. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So, Will, tell us what your favorite Kentucky bourbon is. Oh, that's tough. There's been so much Don't piss off anybody who could be listening either. I know. There's been so much growth in the bourbon industry over the last decade. It's hard to keep up. But I am partial to anything that comes out of the Buffalo Trace Distillery. So that's- I knew you were going to say that. Eagle Rare, you know, the um, Blanton's, anything of the Weller family, of course, the Van Winkle line, all of those are from Buffalo Trace, which is a great local distillery. Do you think that most people can tell the difference between Eagle Rare and Blanton's or not? 
Most people, I would say no. I would mm-hmm. say people around where I live, um, potentially. We are bourbon scotch drinkers at this time of year, so we're very happy. And Irish whiskey. I don't want to leave them out nice. either. All right, well, during Will? the pandemic, I, I mailed my buddies five samples of different bourbons, and we did a <gasps> blind virtual tasting as a way to pass the time one Saturday night. And uh, what did you find? I think the best bourbon we had there was actually a Weller Special Reserve, so their green mm-hmm. label Weller, which was good. Mark, are you taking notes? Will's, uh, Will knows his stuff, that's for sure. That's it. I like it. Weller Special Reserve. I just wrote it down. When did I send you all that booze during the pandemic? Remember you couldn't get booze, Mark? It was early-ish, like spring, summer? Yeah, yeah. Early summer 2020. Early summer 2020. He's like, he couldn't get to the liquor store. They were running out. So I sent you like six bottles of booze? So several bottles, yeah. Several bottles. I went, I went nuts because I said, you're going to be stuck in a small-ish apartment with a baby and a spouse you need some booze. Okay. Will, what can we do for you today? Yeah. Well, I'm calling because my wife and I feel like we're in a healthy financial place. We think we're doing most of the right things. um, And so we're planning for what comes next after we achieve, you know, these milestones that we hear about so often on your program. We both work long hours uh, and we know that that's not what we want to do forever. Um, What do you mean by long hours? Let's define that. When we say we work long hours, first of all, what do you guys do? So my wife works for an energy technology company out of Texas. Um, mm-hmm. So she is remote here in Kentucky, and I work for a national education nonprofit. So we're both remote, which creates that added challenge of we're always in our office, you mm-hmm. know, because our home is our office, yeah. right? And so um, we do a pretty good job setting boundaries and having limits, uh, but we still uh, work uh, long hours. And so my wife supports a global HR workforce. And so she'll have to take calls at 10 p.m. or at 6 a.m. And so that's what I mean by some days can be really long. Right. Because she's like always on call. And I have that also with my spouse. It's like, I got to do a call with Asia. So she's like on the phone at eight o'clock at night. And you're like, oh, brother. Exactly. Um, So how much do each of you make? So we combined, we make about $320,000 a year. That's got to go a long way in Kentucky. It does. Um, and, and we're very lucky and fortunate to be in the financial place that we're in. How old are you, Will? So I'm 38. And my wife is 37. Kids? Uh, no kids and, and no plan for kids. Ooh, this could make your, 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 your desire to reduce your hours much more achievable. The 320 a year, do you guys max out your retirement accounts? We do. Okay. How much money is in each of your 401ks? Or you have, do you have a 403B or 457? I have a 401k now. Okay. Um, but we have, a t- so total retirement savings is about $930,000. Mm. And of that, about 820000 is in traditional 401ks. Yep. And about 110000 is in Roth. Got it. What about other savings? Do you have in emergency reserves? How much do you have? I presume you have emergency we reserves. We do. Yeah. We have about $85,000 in our uh, brokerage account that we treat as emergency reserve. Mm-hmm. And we add $1,000 a month to that. My goal is to get that up to about $120,000 and then do something else with that $1,000 a month. So we're a couple of years away from that. But you have a brokerage account, but it's not invested is what you're saying. It's invested in some uh, low-risk funds. Like what? 
Oh, I would have to give you the stock symbol. I mean, like you're investing. In other words, you have some stocks, but it's still you're considering it your emergency reserve. Are you telling me that the 85 is in money market and the extra money you're going to put in stuff? Yes, the 85 is in different money markets. So it Hmm. fluctuates with the market, but not as severely as the market swings. Hmm. I don't know why I'm like, Mark, are you hearing what I'm hearing in this? The emergency reserve money is actually at risk. Well, it is. I mean, that, I'm never a fan of that. Uh, no, we're not fans of that, Will. You, you, I really like when you have an emergency reserve fund that is very boring. How much money do you guys spend in a year? Like, what's your what's your actual expense number? Probably close to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You spend one hundred and fifty grand a year. I mean, we travel. We have nieces and nephews. We like to spoil. Wait a minute. Forget about that for a second. Hold on a second. I'm saying on this three hundred twenty grand a year. Not, I'm not including your retirement. I'm not including big gifts to your nieces and nephews. Like, what does it cost you for you to live your life? Put the travel in, but don't put in the gifts to the nieces and nephews. Oh, that's probably like less than a hundred. All right. So let's say a hundred just cause. All right. Mark and I are going to tell you to do something. I know you're not going to do it. So I'm just going to tell you to do it. You really should not have your hundred. You should not have the money in the brokerage account that is your emergency reserve, like the actual hundred grand, the six or 12 months. So 50 to a hundred grand should be in money market, should not be invested. Now I've said my piece, you're going to do what you want. Okay, let's move on. So we're going to get you to your 120. Any other money that's invested right now besides the 820 traditional, 110 Roth, 85 in the brokerage? We've got a, a robo-advised fund that has about $66,000 in it. So okay. that's where we've been throwing you know, extra cash each month. It's where we save. We like to buy cars with cash. So it's where uh-huh. we save to, to buy cars. Okay. Um, How about your house? What do you, what, tell me about the living situation. So we own. Uh, the house is worth probably about four fifty dollars in this market. Uh-huh. We've got a 15-year loan for about $300,000 outstanding at 2.25%. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. When you now look ahead, the goal, when do you want to try to reduce the hours? When do you really think in your mind is like, we can do this for so much longer, and then when is that time? I think realistically, we can start to cut back at 50. Okay. Take a bigger step back at, you know, 55 or 58. Because you're in the nonprofit world, I'm just wondering, do you will you be entitled to any pension benefit? No, no pension at all. Everything that um, we will receive is through our own retirement accounts. Hmm. Okay. So you got a million bucks. Okay. I notice how I just got rid of your emergency, your like that brokerage account, how that went away for me. And you're saving a lot, right? You are you are saving in addition to your 401k, so that's 40, there's probably 50 or 60 grand a year that you're saving. Is that is that fair to say total? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that in this period of time that your incomes will rise precipitously or stay pretty much the same? 
I think we have averaged between, you know, seven and 10% increases, both wow. because of, you know, natural increases, and then also mm-hmm. because of job changes. Um, I think my wife has a lot more potential than I do, just given the sector she's in, and also because she's become a bit of an equity partner for her company. I like a bit of an equity partner. It's a big company. So I like to keep her in check. I like that. That's good. That's great. So let's say that, you know, essentially, I'm just going to do this. Let's say that you're going to save 60 grand a year for the next 12 years. Okay. So that's just 720,000 right there. Okay. And then, you know, you have the million dollars saved. So that will also increase, right? Presumably, I don't know how much time is left on your 15 year mortgage. Is that almost, I mean, when did you get that? We did it last October, so we've got 14 years left. Okay. So, I mean, like you're pretty much on track. Like even in weirdly, your expenses will go down around that same time. Um, Mark, how much should we grow his million dollars at right now? What do you think? Yeah, I just did it. I always use 6% and it's roughly 3 million. That he'll have 3 million. Yeah, in 12 years, give or take. It's a pretty good number. You feel good about that, Will? Yeah, I like how you all do math. Yeah, fast. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously your expenses will go up because of inflation, but that's pretty good. What do you think when we talk about like at age 50, let's say 50 to 55, what's the step back? If you're making 320 now, what do you think happens at age 55? I don't know about money, but I think time I would Mm. love to, you know, decrease by a quarter to a third. So would it be fair to say that you think even from 50 to 55 for you guys, I don't, I'm not going to say one or the other, should we reduce your income at that time by like from 320 in today's dollars to like half 160? Yeah, I think we wouldn't cut it that much, but I like that conservative approach for planning. I think this plan is going to be a great plan for you guys. If you're willing to step back at age 50 to 55 and you have half as much income, the most important thing that I am considering in those five years is that you, A, have health insurance, which would be very good for you guys, right? B, that you might still, you may not save as much money. You know, you don't have to be under the gun to have the fifty or $60,000 in savings, but maybe it would be half that. Maybe you'd be still be able to, because essentially by the time you're 55, you will not have a mortgage payment. You will be able to save some money. Do you envision being fully retired at 55? I don't think so. Um, I think it's hard for me to imagine a world where I'm not doing something even 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's also just nice to have that that cash flow at that age as well, even if it's a small amount. Mark, I feel like this plan works for Will and his wife. What do you think? This is back-to-back calls on this show this week. Two callers looking to do similar things. And I think in both cases, it works. I'm just going to again, come out of the closet and say, this is something that I is not in my brain, the way that I was brought up and the, you know, sort of like the, the system under which I had my work career. So I feel like I have always reacted against this. And now I'm really trying to embrace the fact that I think you guys are onto something, you know, my generation and older might be a bit of idiots in that, you know, oh, I have to work till I'm this, 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 and this. I like the idea that you are creating all these opportunities for yourselves. You're saving a lot of money. You make a lot of money and you save a lot of money and you can indulge the nieces and nephews. But I'm really encouraged by this idea that you're saying, hey, you know what? Life shouldn't just be about, you know, working 18 hours a day. 
And I need to embrace that a little bit more. And I'm learning that more and more from our audience. So this week would be our our Southern boys are helping us out. It was John in Atlanta on Tuesday and now Will in Kentucky. And I'm interested, Will, just to understand a little bit more about you and your wife. I mean, do you have family that's around you guys? Is, is there any pushback? Have you shared this plan with others? And do you find that old farts like me now into the second half of this decade of the 50s, do you find that we have uh, outdated notions of work, work, work? I think on one side of our family, absolutely. Uh, but on the other, they are fully retired at you know 60 years old and they travel whenever and wherever mm. they want. And I think that's mm. what we're aspiring for. We, we say to each other a lot, there's a lot of world to see and yeah. we want to see it. Um, but I do think, you know, I'll never forget my dad lectured me once when I gave notice at a job I was leaving. It was a senior level position and I gave six months notice that I was leaving and he just could not believe that I would do that without a plan. And so I, I do, we do get a little bit of um, questions and then also a little bit of side eye, like you know, even the work from home is like people in our families who are older cock their head and be like, what do you mean you work from home? And so there's still some getting used to it, I think, in the family. It's, it's funny, Joe, because when I left CBS, same yeah. thing from my parents. They could not wrap their heads around the fact that I was leaving what they thought was this perfect job. They thought I was making a huge mistake. Yeah. I don't know. I think things have worked out pretty well. That's so far so good for you, Mark. But, you know, if I drop dead tomorrow, then you're going to have to go get a job again. (laughs) Well, don't forget, we're getting this promotion. Oh, yeah, that's right. So listen, I think this is a great game plan, Will. I really do. I think a lot of times when you guys are thinking about these things, having the freedom of saying, you know what, I want to know that I could do it. And, And oftentimes you get to that place and just having that knowledge can make you work better. I think that employees are much better employees knowing they don't have to be there. I'm gung-ho on this. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. I hope you are, Will. I I am feeling good. I think the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is all of our passive income generation is in the market. And even though it's diversified within the market, we do wonder, should we have some real estate holdings? Should we have other things that produce income outside of the market? I feel like you're going to be very happy to have the the liquidity if all of a sudden you've got more money than we really think, that we're being so conservative that in five years you're like, you know what? We just stumbled upon this house. It's a great idea. Maybe we could do it. Sure. But I think it would not be my number one goal to pull the liquidity from the financial markets. I mean, you can get a lot of diversification in those financial markets. You can own REITs. You can own stocks. You can own bonds. You can own commodities or crypto or whatever you want. I mean, I know that everyone really digs this idea of like, oh, I want passive income. But, you know, passive income requires you pulling money out of that portfolio and using up that precious liquidity, which is all the more important especially if you're going to be cutting back and needing access to your money before age 59 and a half. And so, I mean, yeah, sure. If you stumbled upon something, if it's like, oh my God, it's five years from now and the real estate market cratered and you're sitting on top of cash and you're like, hey, you know what? We could just do this. Fine. But I wouldn't go nuts trying to do it. That would be my recommendation. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Mark, anything else from your, from your end? No, just a couple of bottles of bourbon. That's about it. I know, right? Mark (laughs) Mark will be in touch with you about our address. Um, Thanks for joining me for my birthday show. I really appreciate it, Will. I will raise a glass of bourbon tonight and toast you, and I hope you have a great year ahead. Me too.
God bless. All right. If you, like Will, uh, have some questions, you want to think about how to change your work-life balance, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact button and we'll get your note. And while you're on that website, you can also subscribe to our sister broadcast called Jill on Money. It's very easy. It's right there on the website. So please do that. And I want to thank you so much for listening. Mark Talercio is the co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by Viacom CBS. We drop episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And we always like to remind you to please do something nice for someone else today. You can go leave me a birthday greeting. I don't really need it. I got plenty of birthday greetings. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first, because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight plus acres of family owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.